What is up everyone? Welcome back to the Fuel to Fry podcast. My name is Emma Clark. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for popping me in your ears. Um, I would just like to inform everyone that first of all, drum roll, insert sound effect there. Anyways, um, I am actually planning to upload two episodes per week. I know, I'm that generous because <laughs> um, I'm absolutely having a blast with this. So expect two episodes to be uploaded weekly, guys, on Monday Australian time and Thursday Australian time. So turn on those notifications if that even is a thing. I don't know. I'm still new to podcasting, but yes, I am planning to um, do two episodes a week now. So I was actually going to say like, oh my God, it's a bonus episode this week, but no, like, you know, this is going to be a regular thing now. So, so today's episode, I thought it would be a fun one to answer you guys' questions. So I asked you guys on basically every platform I could think of, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, I don't even know and I actually got some good questions so thank you to those legends who sent through those questions I've got a good list here right in front of my eyeballs so yeah I'm ready to dive in and if you want to be a part of the next Q&A episode I do in this podcast definitely 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 make sure you are following my Instagram which is Emma Clark underscore nutrition because you know that's when I just spontaneously go hey guys ask me any questions and if you want a question, you know, if you've got a burning question that needs to be asked, that is the place to be, okay? You need to be in the loop. You're missing out. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun, chill episode. Maybe it's a, another opportunity for you guys to get to know me on a deeper level um, and just answer some questions and, like, give you some tips. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. We're just going to go with the flow with this episode, but... Um, I actually have some recommendations and I want, to can't I want to start doing this in my episodes as well. Not on every single one, but like I actually have some recommendations for you guys. Okay, so my first recommendation for today is actually a book that I cannot stop reading. Like I'm that obsessed and I felt this actual intuitive need and drive to actually start reading this book. I don't know why. Like I haven't actually physically read a book. I would say in about like six months and all of a sudden I had this drive to be like um I'm actually going to read this book that has been on my bedside table for the last year and I think I actually needed to read this book so the book is actually How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole Lepera I think I'm at, I, I don't know I don't know if I'm saying her last name right but it's a psychology type book and oh my god like I needed this book for this current moment I'm in right now like I yeah like I felt drawn to reading this book because it's all about like uncovering like the reasons why we act and think and behave in the ways that we do and a lot of it is stemmed from our childhood right the traumas of our childhood and she actually like points out like even though it doesn't like a lot of us actually have like trauma that we don't even realize that we do right and I'm just going oh my god like every single page I'm like reading I'm like oh my god like oh my god and it just made me realize I have so much like work to do so it is a big recommendation for you guys if you really into like the mindset and psychology behind everything I love psychology I love mindset so this is a fantastic book and I would definitely recommend this is actually in one of my top three and I haven't even finished the book yet but like it's in my top three that's how good it is 
Anyways, my next recommendation is an album because I love music. That's, oh, I've always loved music. But anyway, it is Sabrina Carpenter's new album. It is Emails I Can't Send. I have been a long time stan of Sabrina Carpenter way before she's, you know, in the limelight right now. Wow. That's it. That's all I can describe it. Wow. Like, what an absolute superstar. So definitely go and listen. <laughs> I didn't really explain that well. Anyway, I just love her voice. I just love her music. And I don't know, my favorite one from my album. Let me have a look. I've got it on my screen right now. Fast Times. Jesus, that just gets me in the mood. Like, yes, Fast Times and Vicious. I really like Vicious. And yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and Read Your Mind. That's, oh, that's a banger too. So definitely go and listen to her new album. Um, I also recommend that. And finally, this is probably not your typical recommendation, um, but I recommend you guys to take the time to actually check in with yourself. When was the last time you guys actually checked in with yourself? And what I mean by that is like, when have you just like, sat down and said like hey what do I need today how am I feeling what does my body need you know actually just slow down and stop and think like is what I'm doing in my life right now like helping me towards where I want to go just assess and like stop and think to yourself and just check in check in what do you need okay this is something I do with my one-on-one clients is I get them to check in with themselves on a weekly basis or like a fortnightly basis right oh my god my voice is dying <clears throat> i get them to like regularly check in with themselves okay like how's your stress levels like how's your sleep going how's your mood throughout the week energy levels all of that sort of stuff right when was the last time you guys checked in with yourself so that's what i recommend you guys to do this week is take the time to check in with yourself all right enough of that let's dive right in let's answer some juicy burning questions let's go so the first question I got, and I got this a couple of times as well, what got you into CrossFit? So if you guys didn't know, I love CrossFit. I love it. The CrossFit Games, as the time I'm recording right now, is next week. Holy hell, I am so excited. Like next week, I'm just going to be consumed by CrossFit. I'm just going to be like, sorry guys, you know, works out the window, client. Sorry guys, like just all eyes on like the CrossFit Games. I am that obsessed it's insane. But anyways, what got me into CrossFit? So a little story. Before I was doing CrossFit, I was really into functional type of training and fitness, that sort of stuff. So I'm not like, I'm actually not a big fan of just like your typical like resistance training, right? Where you just be like, okay, let's do some back squats, you know, a deadlift, um, you know, leg extensions, you know, four sets of eight, you know, keep doing that. Blah, blah, blah. I kind of find that boring. Okay, and a big focus for me, and I encourage you guys to do as well, find a form of exercise and movement that you find enjoyable. So anyways, that's not even, it's not even related, but anyways, actually it kind of is. Anyways, um, so I haven't been the typical fan of just like the boring like resistance training, right? And I really love like functional fitness. So I really got into this when I started doing, oh, what's her name? She's on YouTube. Natasha. And her last name sounds like the ocean. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. But anyway, she she was a big one. And I absolutely loved the way she trained. And it just looks so fun and cool. So I bought like 
some of her programs and I did all of that sort of stuff. And I was like, this feels freaking amazing. I absolutely love it. So I was doing that for a few years. And if you follow me on YouTube, you know that I was doing that for a few years, right? And then I kept like, I, I kept repeating the programs. And then I just got to a point where I was like, I got bored of it. I mean, as you would, if you're doing the same stuff over and over again, I just got bored. And I was like, I need to do something else. And then all of a sudden, I, I don't even know how I found it. I don't know how I found CrossFit. Like, I actually don't. Maybe it was on YouTube. I don't know. But I saw it as kind of similar to the way I was training now because CrossFit is very functional based, right? And I was like, okay, like, this looks kind of cool. Yeah, I reckon I can do that, right? So I signed up to this free trial sort of thing, um, some random program. It wasn't even like proper CrossFit though. It was still kind of like functional based. It was like named functional. So it wasn't like strictly CrossFit. And then I did a sample session and I immediately was hooked. I was like, wow. I mean, it was hard, but at the same time, I was like, I want more. That's it. I want to keep doing this. And so that, that's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I got into CrossFit. And right now I'm um, doing a proper CrossFit program. I'm doing Proven, which is Tia Claire, Tia Claire Toomey's, which is, she is the absolute legend of CrossFit. If you didn't know, she's like unstoppable. Like I, I'm lost for words at how amazing she is. It's her and her partner Shane's uh, program. So I do that. And I have improved immensely. I'm shocked every single day. I absolutely love it. And I can't stop watching it on YouTube. I'm, oh my God. Wow. And I, I like, I, it's so good. Like, I highly encourage you guys to like, give it a go. I mean, it's like mixed. It's like, you don't even know what you're doing. Like, what I mean by that is like, you go into a session and it's like, Oh, like you do something different every day. That's what I'm trying to say. You do something different every day and like, you know, you get stronger and there's always something to get better at. And that's what I love, right? There's always an opportunity for you to get faster, stronger, fitter, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's how guns are CrossFit. Next question. How did you cope with extreme hunger? Were you scared? Hell yeah. I was scared as hell. So, um, basically a little backstory. The first time I really experienced extreme hunger was after my first, um, real restriction period, um, back in 2020. And that's when I was like scared of food. Like I was petrified of food. I would hardly eat anything, restricting myself, counting everything to the absolute microgram. And yeah, um, and then when I realized like, nope, that's it. I'm going to heal. I'm going to get better. Along came the extreme hunger. And at first I was like, this doesn't make sense. I was just like, why am I eating so much more? Yet I'm like not even exercising anymore. I'm not even like doing anything. Why the hell am I like hungry? And it was constant hunger. And it was freaking me out. Like I couldn't go like an, like two hours without needing to eat something. And I thought my body was broken. I mean, it kind of was. I mean, I restricted it for so long, but I just felt like this is never going to end, right? This is never, like I'm just going to be hungry forever. But that's the biological response to restriction. Okay, your body's like trying to catch up 
to what you've missed out on like you've it's yeah and the best kind of way I can kind of think about it is like imagine if you were swimming right and you went into the water and you decided to hold your breath for the longest possible time right and then you come up for air and then when you actually come up for air you're like gasping you're like right it takes you a while for you to get that oxygen back into your body back into your brain for you to function properly that's what I kind of see with extreme hunger right you've gone so long with not feeding yourself properly from restricting yourself from food and then when you actually start to allow freedom allow you to actually eat properly right all of a sudden your hunger's like oh my god yes 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 food 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 right it's the initial biological response to restriction but it's not going to remain like that for the rest of your life right it's going to take some time again it's very different for everyone i had extreme hunger i would say for a solid two weeks before it started to settle down but it was just my body you know my body's response to actually be like okay like yes we get food now woohoo and then it just started to like normalize and plateau and just kind of get back to normal because I was feeding it properly and it had the right nutrients and that sort of stuff. So it is a scary thing and it is a big side effect if you've restricted yourself from food, right? There's no escaping that. You just have to, it's, it's really hard. It is really, really hard. I'm not going to just say, oh guys, it's so easy. It's hard. Okay. But you just have to know that this is not going to last forever. You just need to take it one step at a time and actually listen to that hunger. Don't just be, don't just restrict, okay? You're just going to put yourself further in a hole. Keep honoring that hunger. And then once you keep honoring that hunger, that hunger is eventually going to subside, okay? So that's my best explanation on how I dealt with extreme hunger. And yeah, I was petrified absolutely petrified okay but I just took it one step at a time listened to my body as scary as that was in the very moment but my hunger actually was stabilized in the end I was actually able to feed myself properly function properly again okay god guys you actually gave me some deep questions okay next one how to deal with weight gain and tips on improving body image. That is a deep one. Let's go. Okay, so look, you are not alone. Okay, you are not alone if you are dealing with weight gain right now because I've dealt with this, right? A lot of other people deal with this. I've gone through being scared to gain weight, right? What the hell is going to happen once I change the way I look? Okay, that uncertainty, that unknown. That's why a lot of us are reluctant to change because we don't know what's going to happen. But I also kind of see the beauty in that. It's like, woohoo. But again, you are not alone if you are dealing with this right now, okay? And I kind of want you guys to think and ask these questions to yourself and maybe like sit down and journal them, okay? This is a little activity for you guys, right? Identify why you're actually afraid of gaining weight. Okay, what's the story you're telling yourself? What are you afraid of deep down? Okay, 
I know these some these are some deep questions, but this is going to actually help you get to the deep root cause. All right, where is this coming from? Where is the fear? Where is you know where is that coming from? What are you telling yourself that's stopping you from actually gaining weight? Okay, are you associating certain beliefs with gaining weight? I, I don't know, like what will happen if you gain weight? What what are you telling yourself? Okay, that's something I got, want you guys to first reflect on and journal out okay that's a really good activity and it'll actually just uncover some deeper motives and deeper like oh like oh like oh why you know it makes you kind of think to yourself and just uncover uncover a lot of stuff all right and at first actually at first it is going to be uncomfortable okay it is going to be uncomfortable gaining weight all right all changes Seeing your body change right in front of your eyes, seeing change in general, or feeling change in general, or just changing in general, is going to be uncomfortable. But it is your ability to actually ride with that discomfort. Okay, you actually just have to embrace the uncomfortable, the discomfort. Alright, and if you've gained weight, ladies and gentlemen, if you have gained weight as a result of you actually nourishing yourself now and you know exercising in a appropriate manner not over exercising and that sort of stuff then you've probably actually needed to gain that weight okay let me say that again if you've gained weight as a result of you actually nourishing yourself properly and exercising in an appropriate manner so you're not over exercising you're not under eating restricting yourself all of that sort of stuff you're honoring your body's internal hunger cues and fullness and that sort of stuff listening to your body you've probably needed to gain that weight okay and at the end of the day the size of our bodies don't define us they are just literally a vehicle, like a temple, for us to actually go out and live and experience life to the absolute fullest. Okay? And the second part of the question was tips on improving body image. Again, this is, it's going to be uncomfortable. But some things I recommend you guys, one step at a time as well. Like, don't just rush into this because that's going to freak you the hell out and you're not going to, you're not going to cope very well, right? So, look at what your body can do now rather than what it looks like okay look at what all the amazing things your body your healthy body now that it's gained that weight can do now right it's able to perform better it's able to actually socialize with your family and friends better it's actually able to study better and go to work better and live okay actually live so look at all the cool things that your body is now able to do, that it's actually nourished, that it's actually at a healthy weight, whatever that means for you, because everyone has a different healthy weight, because everyone's different. Another big thing, and this is something that I did as well, is unfollow people on social media that make you feel like absolute shit about the way you look. For me, I kind of just like, don't do this, don't do this, don't completely disengage in social media, okay, again, this is why I'm reading the book, How to Do the Work, because a lot of the reasons and the things that I do and my coping mechanisms was because I dissociate, that's why I just left the face of the internet, I just was like, see you guys, but anyway, that's, that's a completely different story, but like, 
don't do what I did and just dissociate from absolutely everyone because that kind of made it worse. <laughs> um, but just unfollow those people, even if it is your family or your friends, right? You know, just mute them or whatever it is. That, I don't even know how we Instagram works anymore. But like, yeah, let's talk about that in another episode. Why is it becoming reels, not photos? Again, another episode. But just unfollow those people that, you know, kind of make you feel crappy about the way you look now. Okay, big one. All right. Wear clothes that make you feel comfortable. So for me, when I was, you know, dealing with my weight gain and that sort of stuff, I just, I lived in my pajama pants. <laughs> I still do. But, you know, like it just made me feel comfortable. Baggy jumpers and that sort of stuff. So it kind of just shifted the focus off my body and the way it looked. So I can kind of focus on healing my mindset and relationship with food and exercise. Okay. And another thing to note as well is that you don't have to love your body at every waking moment. Okay. You can just accept. If you can just, you know, get to a place where you can just accept your body for what it really is. Right. And at the end of the day, it's just a vehicle. It's just, a, you know, a temple way of skin and organs and all that eyeballs mouth <laughs> for you to actually just like live life okay you don't have to love it every waking moment you just have to accept it for what it is so i had a question come in about how to deal with injuries and tips for coping with injuries now first of all i'm not i'm not an exercise physiologist i'm not a physio but i do have some tips. Number one, actually rest. Okay. Actually rest. If you are injured, don't try and, you know, you know, subside it and just like, Oh, you know, it'll just go away. And you continue like, you know, exercising and training hard, you know, all through the pain of your injury and that sort of stuff. No, otherwise that injury is just, you're going to make it worse. You are literally going to make it worse. If you just ignore your injury completely okay you need to rest it you need to seek the necessary before uh, necessary support from professionals whether that be a physio exercise physiologist pt i don't even know okay but most important thing is you just need to rest because otherwise you are not going to get back out there if you don't just stop and heal first so am i short shiny sweet tips on how to deal with injury moving on next question do you know much about reverse dieting um yeah let's talk about that shall we my honest opinions on reverse dieting i feel like it's just another like diet i don't know i don't i just feel like anything with the word dieting or diet in it nowadays it's just like a big red flag to me I I understand the concept of reverse dieting and if you guys don't it's basically like the opposite of dieting where you just under eat and you know restrict yourself kind of eat less but reverse dieting is where you slowly and gradually like increase the amount you're eating and what they claim is it actually like boosts your metabolism helps like build muscle um and you know helps this is it helps you know, and what am I trying to say? Like, it just helps without, like, 
making you this is what it said I this is what it actually says it makes you not gain that weight and it actually like helps with your body composition and that sort of stuff I don't I I, I don't like it I don't I mean I kind of can see how it can be helpful for people who are like I don't know it's, it's it's a it's a weird one for me I don't really have much of opinion on it but I just don't like the fact that you know you see those what I eat in the days on you uh, not YouTube well yeah on YouTube and on Instagram where it's like what I eat in a day reverse dieting 2000 calories and it's I don't know it's just like why it's another thing now that we're just like oh I do a reverse diet you know oh I'm on the vegan diet oh I, I you know all of that sort of stuff oh I do paleo I feel like it's just another diet I, I don't know let me let me know your thoughts opinions um and I'll probably get back to you on this one okay I'll probably get back to you on this question that made me think oh, okay but yeah I don't I just it's a touchy one for me it's just like yes and no that's all I have to say moving on anyways have you ever struggled with binge eating or overeating as a part of recovery um, I wouldn't necessarily say binge eating, but I went, uh, you know, tailing in, um, what am I saying? I'm losing my marbles, everyone. <laughs> um, tying it back to, uh, I've actually lost my marbles. What am I saying? Oh, tying it back to the extreme hunger I talked about in the beginning of the episode. I immediately thought like I was overeating, right? Because I was just like, my hunger was way out of control. I was like, whoa, I'm, I, I'm like eating so much. I was like, I'm eating so much. I'm eating too much, right? That was my immediate thoughts, okay? But again, like I said, this was a natural response to restriction. I wasn't actually overeating because my body needed that food in order to heal in order for my muscles to start functioning properly, for my organs to start functioning properly, for my bodily processes to function well again, for my period to come back, right? You know, while at the time I thought I was overeating, it's just like, hang on. No, my body needed that amount of food while at the time I thought it was a lot. And again, I think our perception on food and what we think is a lot is completely skewed completely completely skewed that's why a lot of us under eat sorry but again that's another episode that I want to kind of you know dive in a little deeper our perceptions on how much we're eating because again it is so skewed because the amount of food that I thought was too much is the amount I'm eating now back in 2020 when I was first you know overcoming my orthorexia and that sort of stuff right it wasn't overeating, it was just that my body needed that amount. So yeah, I, I I wouldn't class it as binge eating because I wasn't kind of just like eating like mindlessly, like, you know, just shoving food in my mouth, right? It was just more like I was kind of confused because my hunger was just through the roof. But then understanding like, hey, like, okay, my body just needed that amount of food. I'm not overeating. It's just, you know, it all comes back down, ladies and gentlemen, to actually listening to your body. And that will be the greatest thing you will ever do for optimal health. So, yeah. 
Okay, I think I have a few more questions to go. Next one. How to remove fear and guilt from stepping away from tracking? Ooh, alrighty. So, first of all, another activity for you guys. Some questions to journal, to think about. What are you actually afraid of? Okay, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of when you step back away from tracking and counting every single meticulous food on your plate, right? What are you afraid of? Second one, why do you feel feel this guilt and fear surrounding, you know, stepping back and letting go of control of what of tracking your food, right? Why do you feel guilt? Why do you feel gear? Uh, gear. <laughs> fear. Get down to the root cause, okay? What are you telling yourself that's causing you to feel like this? What are you telling yourself? What are you telling yourself? That's caused you to feel guilty when you step back. What are you telling yourself? That's going to cause fear when you step back. Okay? And another thing as well. Do you think, and get honest with yourself, do you think and do you believe that tracking your food is going to be feasible for the rest of your life? Do you see yourself, mm, this is a good one, do you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life? Do you see yourself tracking your food for the rest of your life? As an 80-year-old, do you see yourself putting, you know, your food into MyFitnessPal? Be honest with yourself, okay? And then you go from there. It's like, oh, okay, you know, I don't really see myself tracking my food when I'm 80 years old. And then you kind of just step back and think, oh, okay. There is a life outside of needing to track absolutely every single food right because it is definitely not a feasible long-term tool to eating healthy it can be helpful for some people in the short term but definitely not long term again do you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life i would say probably not actually let me say that again definitely not to have a healthy relationship with food at the end of the day you don't it's like you don't need to track everything that goes into your body because you, again, understand nutrition, you know nutrition, you understand how your body works, you understand your body's needs, okay? So you don't need to track absolutely everything every single day. Your body is a lot smarter than you may think, okay? Don't let the numbers, don't let the macros, don't let my fitness power, the inaccuracy of it as well because, again, all these calories and figures and that sort of stuff are estimates at the end of the day. They're not actually a true proper reading of how much our body needs. They're just like an estimated figure. That's something to, you know, that's something you guys really need to remember as well. That these numbers that you're seeing, you know, whether that be on your watch or on MindFitnessPal or the stupid calculators. Okay, they're not accurate. All right. They are not accurate and our bodies are much smarter than we think they are, okay? Allow this time, like allow you stepping back from tracking for you to actually start to trust yourself. This is going to be a game of trust, right? You stepping back from tracking every single thing that goes into your body is going to be a game of self-trust. It's going to be like, okay, how much do I actually like trust myself to actually like listen to my needs 
okay? It is a time for you to start tuning into you, your intuition. And it's a time for you to actually start understanding what your body actually needs, okay? And how it's feeling. Again, taking this on an intuitive level, okay? Being present, right? Because like I said, do you actually see yourself tracking every single day for the rest of your life? No. No, 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 you won't. I'm just going to say that. If you do, well, okay. But in my opinion, no. And I don't think that's a really good, healthy relationship with food. If you do see yourself tracking for the rest of your life. All right. And I hope that will kind of take that fear away when you decide to actually step back from tracking. And like, you don't have to go all in. You can just take it one step at a time as well. Maybe it's like, I won't track one meal or... You know, I will just, yeah, just don't, don't like kind of like go ooh, all in because I mean, if you want to, that's fine. If you have the big guts to do that and you just want to, you know, you want to go, woohoo, let's go. But for a lot of people, it's kind of helpful just to take it one step at a time. Take it day by day. Okay. And just again, check in with yourself. Recommendation that I said at the start of the episode, check in with yourself and, you know, ask yourself, how do I feel? What do I need to do? Where do I need to go from here? And that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that, that, that one is an important one for you guys to keep note of as well. And ask yourself that question, that big question. Do you think you're going to be tracking your food for the rest of your life? Ask yourself that. Okay? Ask yourself it right now. Alright? Okay, last question, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Did you ever struggle with being underfueled while studying? Yes, I did. Um, when my first experience with, um, you know, disordered eating, orthorexia and that sort of stuff, that came about when I was in my final year of university. So back in 2020, I was studying, you know, online at university, my Bachelor of Food Nutrition. And yeah, it, it affected me so bad like so bad because my attention my focus was only on food was only on exercise right that's all it was focused on not my studies not my grades just food because again I was being underfed and a consequence and a side effect of not eating enough food is constantly thinking about food and at the time I didn't even correlate that I was just like "Uh you know it just must be normal to you know constantly think about the next meal I'm gonna eat and food all the time right no it's not and it was taking away precious attention and energy that could have been spent on my studies okay so yes I did struggle with being under fuel while studying And honestly, I kind of should have just taken a step back from the studying to actually be like, okay, let's address the real reasons here. Like, my relationship with food is pretty shit right now. Let's heal it. But no, I didn't. And there is a lot of things I wish I could go back and change. But again, can't do that, right? Um, But yeah, it just took away so much. And it took up so much unnecessary, like, brain space, too. It's like, no. My brain needed to be you know, needed where I need to be learning about the Krebs cycle. (laughs) 
screw the Krebs cycle. Anyways, but I think that's all the questions I have for you guys today. I don't know how long this episode's going to be, but yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any other questions, right, feel free to send me a message on Instagram at Emma Clark underscore nutrition. And if you want to be a part of the next Q&A episode, make sure you follow me there as well. Um, but yeah, this was a fun one. I hope you got to, again, I can't speak today. I'm very sorry. I hope you guys got to know me on a deeper level and, um, yeah, I hope that answers some of your questions. If you did have some issues with what I've spoken about today or some areas that you need extra guidance with. Um, so yeah, again, if you are looking to work with me currently, I am offering one-on-one nutrition coaching and I'm also offering um, consultations as well. So if you're just after, you know, like an individualized like nutrition sort of plan, that sort of stuff, not a meal plan, we don't do them around here, um, more just like, a, you know, a consultation and like a nutrition sort of like guidance on like, okay, am I actually eating enough? then get in touch with me, all right? Get in touch with me, send me a message, check out my website, I'll leave them all the links and, you know, all the applications and that sort of stuff, all the information in the show notes below. So, again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, And, yeah, again, like I said in the beginning, I'll be uploading twice a week now. So I won't be saying see you next week. I'll be like, see you in a couple of days, my friends. So, um, yeah. Um, I don't even know what I'm saying, but yes, thank you so much for listening and I will chat to you guys very, very soon. Peace out. Bye.